After already impressive showings from first-round rookie Brian Brzee, two more rookies get the opportunity to have a big impact this weekend against the Green Bay Packers. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much, as always, to all you everydayers out there making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, you can subscribe and follow always for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the latest episodes. And if you want to keep the conversation going, take part in our exclusive film studies, Q&As, early access, and much more, you can become a Locked on Saints insider by heading over to joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Saints today to join a community I would love for you to be a part of. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola, on your favorite social media, your New Orleans Saints expert, credential member of the Media Saints News Network, Tuesdays on the Locked on NFL podcast, and here with you every single Monday through Friday, and then some on Locked on Saints. Thanks again, everybody, for joining us for another live episode of Locked on Saints. Scott, Brian, Edwin, J. Rowe, Jerry, Richard, Unknown, J. Rowe. I see all y'all up here in the chat. Appreciate you being here. We're going to be taking a look at two New Orleans Saints rookies that have an opportunity to make a big-time impact immediately here in Week 3 going up against the Green Bay Packers. Look, the New Orleans Saints rookie class of 2023 here this season could end up being a massively important rookie class for the New Orleans Saints, depending upon how some of these players end up developing. Brian Brzee, the first-round pick, defensive tackle, has already shown you how disruptive he can be on the defensive side, could end up being somebody that's a leader for this team down the road. Isaiah Foskey just now starting to get his legs up under him here in the NFL. We know how disruptive and productive he was at the previous level in college. Can he translate that to the next level. Then we've seen other players already like Jordan Howden, Nick Salderberry hasn't been active yet, A.T. Perry hasn't been active yet, but those are three guys that could easily end up slotting into big-time starting roles later on in their careers. And then now you add in the upcoming debut of Kendra Miller, the New Orleans Saints third-round selection out of TCU, the explosive running back for the Horned Frogs, now finally getting an opportunity to show what he's made of at the NFL level. I asked Dennis Allen during his presser with us, a Zoom presser that we did with him on uh, Wednesday, if Kendra Miller, uh, well, basically what I asked was, how close was Kendra Miller to playing week two against the Carolina Panthers? And he said, look, physically, he probably could have played, but it was DA and the head coach er, and the coaching staff's decision to hold him out, go in there with Jamal Williams, who they didn't anticipate losing 17, 18 snaps into the game, of course, uh, and giving him another week to rest. And I actually had a lot of Saints fans, Locked On Saints listeners, Locked On Hoodats that reached out to me to say, you know what, if I'm the Saints, I probably would have sat Kendra Miller going into that week two game. So it seemed like there was a lot of alignment there uh, in a lot of different cases. But now, no longer. No longer will you have to wait to see Kendra Miller, the third round running back. He is going to be ready to go this weekend against the Green Bay Packers and should see a pretty good amount of carries. Now, I don't necessarily know if he's going to be the lead back for the New Orleans Saints. That may very well be Tony Jones Jr. And think about it this way. 
Jamal Williams might be the lead back when it's Jamal Williams and Alvin Kamara, but Alvin Kamara still plays a big time role as the change of pace guy that can do a little bit of everything while Jamal Williams is the tone setter. He's the guy that totes the rock. He's the bell cow back, all of that. I could see Tony Jones Jr. filling the role of bell cow back while Kendra Miller substitutes in and kind of fills the role as the change of pace explosive big play guy, right? That's the thing that you want to that that you want to see from Kendra Miller. But the other thing that you're going to see from Kendra Miller is him getting involved in the passing game. New Orleans Saints so far have only two receptions for position designated running backs so far. It's not a bold prediction, but I'm going to say that Kendra Miller could potentially even double that should he play the entire game Sunday against the Green Bay Packers by catching four passes alone in that game. I asked um, Pete Carmichael where they see Kendra Miller so far as a route runner. Dennis Allen said weeks ago during training camp that the thing they wanted to see from Miller was him develop a little bit more subtlety in his route running. So if he's got an in-breaking route, can he sell the outside break first before cutting inside? Can he kind of sell the leverage shifts? Can he down throttle and then pick up? Can he stack and shed receive? Not shed, but can he stack defenders downfield, things like that? Those are things that you want to see uh, in his game. And so I asked... Pete Carmichael, are those things that you have seen him continue to develop? And and look, Pete Carmichael gave the right answer in terms of like, yes, there are still things that they want to see from him, things that he has left to develop, but they're encouraged in the direction that he's going. And they're also very happy about what he's been able to do in route diversity-wise. He can run an expansive amount of routes from the backfield for a guy that, while at TCU, wasn't asked to run many routes, and that wasn't on him. That's just the way that TCU's offense operated. So when you look at where a guy like Kendra Miller could have an immediate impact. It's not only his contributions to the run game, it's going to be him as a pass catcher as well, kind of like we talk about the return of Alvin Kamara. I also asked Kendra kind of off to the side if he was excited about the fact that he's getting out there, he's going to get a game, and then Alvin Kamara is going to come in, and then he kind of gets to be the partner back to Alvin Kamara because we don't know if Jamal Williams is going to be ready to go week four against the Bay Buccaneers. And Kendra said he is very excited about that. He's looking forward to being able to be out there with Alvin Kamara and said Alvin Kamara is going to come out like gangbusters when he gets back fresh legs and he wants to be out on the field. So there's a lot of really, really good things coming from this New Orleans Saints rookie class. And we might see the next step of that production, starting with Kendra Miller, the running back this weekend. But he's not going to be the only one that's stepping into a larger role. We've already seen Jordan Howden on the field, so he's already established his debut. But what about him playing a full-time role at safety? It looks like that's the way that things are trending, thanks to a conversation that we had with Joe Woods earlier today. So what is it that gives the Saints the confidence in Jordan Howden? And let me tell you about a specific thing that Jordan Howden has already done, something we haven't talked about yet this week, something that Jordan Howden has already done a lot of this season that gives them that confidence. Let's get to that as we continue on and wrap up this live, quick, fast episode of Locked On Saints, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode of Locked On Saints is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. There's no better way to play daily fantasy football. Prize Picks is daily fantasy football made easy and done right, if I'm being honest. Like, whatever your favorite daily fantasy spot is, this Prize Picks, it's better. Plain and simple. Here's why. You're not playing up against a whole bunch of different lineups, all that other stuff, stuff that you can't see to where you can't even see what you're competing against. You're just kind of told that you win or lose and you got to kind of trust that. No, no. Prize Picks, you know the transparency behind all of it because Prize Picks gives you a projection. They'll tell you that Derek Carr is going to throw for 285 and a half 
passing yards. And you choose whether or not you think he's going to have more or less than that threshold. That simple. That way you look at the stat sheet afterwards, you can see the tangible evidence of what you got right, what you got wrong. And if you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your money back, that deposit that you make. So let me help you out if you're a first-time user. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked in NFL into the promo code locked in NFL in all lowercase, and you're going to get a first deposit match up to $100. Put $100 down, get an extra $100 directly from prizepicks. Prizepicks.com slash locked in NFL, promo code locked in NFL for that first deposit match up to $100. Today's episode also brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs, my absolute favorite clothes, period. There you go. That's the end of that sentence. Peter Bukowski and I were talking about bird dogs yesterday and about how excited we always are to be able to get them and to, to, to grab more. I've got two pairs of joggers, four pairs of shorts. I have the 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 mug. I've got the uh, or the the container. And right now they're giving away a free water bottle as well. You know, we're all trying to stay hydrated out here, especially down here in the south. It's hot. It's hot. It might be September, but it's still hot down here. So go and check them out today. Visit birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or use the promo code locked on NFL and you're going to get a free Bird Dogs themed water bottle with your purchase. That's birddogs.com slash locked in NFL, promo code locked in NFL, and you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. All right, family, continuing on with this live episode of Locked on Saints, just getting you updated with everything from today's practice and what we learned from the press conferences. So we learned that, look, Kendra Miller is feeling good. We got to talk to Kendra Miller himself. I'll use some clips of that in tomorrow morning's episode. By the way, tomorrow morning's episode, the game plan. What do the New Orleans Saints have to do to beat Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers? Looks like Aaron Jones is going to be back. So what does that mean for the New Orleans Saints as they get ready to defend Green Bay? Well, there's one big weakness that Green Bay just isn't going to be able to get healthy in time for. I'll tell you how the New Orleans Saints can take advantage of that. That's in tomorrow morning's episode. We'll also see a few of our Kendra Miller uh, uh, snippets from our uh, locker room conversation with him as well. Uh, but I want to I want to change course here to uh, Jordan Howden, and then we'll take a look at the injury report from today because you got some good injury news uh, today that I want to make sure that we go over as well. But when it comes to Jordan Howden, uh, look, I've waxed philosophic all about Jordan Howden all over the place on this on this podcast and everything. So I'm not gonna I'm, I'm gonna try not to just like reprise some things that I've already said. But I do want to highlight a couple of things that were pointed out by Joe Woods today, as well as something that I noticed just by watching some of Jordan Howden's reps and things like that from earlier on in the season. So let's start off with Joe Woods. One of the things that Joe Woods talked about that Jordan Howden brings to the game is versatility. This is something that you and I have talked about a bunch and and that you know I've expressed to you that I've heard from several coaches about you know Jordan Howden being the guy that sees the field like Marcus Williams, but has the versatility of a PJ Williams and is a better tackler than Marcus Williams. All these other things um, that the versatility is probably not new to you, but it is important to you. And and let me explain why. Uh, it's not just as simple, or it doesn't have to be just as simple as Marcus May is out. And Jordan Howden steps into his role and does 100% of what Jordan Howden, or excuse me, of what Marcus May has always done. The, the thing that Jordan Howden gives you with his versatility is that little special benefit that if you think about when Dennis Allen became the head coach last year and he went out and he got Marcus Williams, excuse me, they lost Marcus Williams. He went out and got Marcus May. He went out and got Tyron Matthew. Why? Because he wanted to be able to have the disguise. He wanted to be able to show too high and then rotate to one high show one high, rotate to two high, so on and so forth. And so in order for you to have that type of disguise, you both of your safeties have to be versatile, right? Uh, and so when you look at where Jordan Howden can come in, 
Jordan Howden or what happens if Jordan Howden comes in, you don't lose that versatility because Jordan Howden can play deep safety, split safety in the slot down in the box, close to the line of scrimmage. He can do all those things. There's even a snap that he took earlier on this season, actually just last game, he actually lined up as the outside corner for, for a snap because of the matchup and all that and man coverage and yada, yada. So I think that when you look at where, I say that so many times. So in looking at where uh, Jordan Howden has that extra benefit, it's that versatility. So that's something that that Joe Woods pointed out that they really like about Jordan Howden. Let me also express to you something else that Jordan Howden has done so far this year. Uh, when it came down to um, when it came down to the Saints situational football, right? Um, they're one of the best defenses on third down percentage right now. In fact, they're tied as the best defense along with the Dallas Cowboys. They've only allowed six conversions on third downs. So they're getting opponents off the field. And the reason why I highlight third down is because I asked Darren Rizzi today, who not only is the team's special teams coordinator, but he's also the team's assistant head coach, about what it is that's made this team so good uh, so far this season and, and where he has seen those positive steps forward. And one of the things that he mentioned was winning when it comes to situational football. So let me give you an example of that. Third down, that's an easy example. Also red zone, right? They've only allowed one red zone touchdown so far this season. And so defensively, red zone, third down, very strong. So that's where you're seeing some of the things that Darren Rizzi mentioned, them competing and winning in those situational football circumstances, almost said situations. Um, So I highlight that because when we look at Jordan Howden, Jordan Howden has played 27 defensive snaps so far this season. 78% or 21 of those have been on third down. He has been on the field so consistently on third down for the New Orleans Saints this offseason that you have to look at that as a big time benefit for if, if if getting off the field on third down is something that you look at and say, hey, the New Orleans Saints are in a really, really good place because of how they're able to fare as a situational football team and get offenses off of the field on third downs. Well, just about every third down that you've defended so far this season, Jordan Howden has already been on the field. So if you think about where it is that you can see a big time benefit and you can see where maybe the Saints can look at something that is translatable to him as a full-time starter, think about that. 21 times he has been on the field already on third downs because they've shifted to this sort of three, two, six dime defense that they really, really like. So they trust Jordan Howden, not because they like his traits, nor not just because they like his traits, not just because they like his eye discipline, not just because they like the fact that he's a good communicator, not just because they like his versatility, but because he's already showing you success during one of the most important stretches of the New Orleans Saints season so far, which is this massive third down defensive streak that they're on by only allowing, I think it's like six of 27 third downs to be converted so far on the season. That's been remarkable. And not only has that been remarkable, but Jordan Howden has already been on the field for those and knows exactly what to do in those situations. So situational football is why they're winning games. And Jordan Howden has already been a part of the situational part of that game. Then he's ready for Sunday against the Green Bay Packers. Let me give you a quick update on your injury report for the New Orleans Saints. Um, So Foster Moreau and Taysom Hill were the two big, big names that were on the injury report Wednesday on their estimated injury report. Good news is that today, both of those players took a step forward. Foster Moreau dealing with an, uh, an ankle injury was DNP or estimated as did not participate on Wednesday. He was out on the field today. 
practicing at a limited capacity. Taysom Hill dealing with, it was a knee injury. Uh, he came in and was limited, estimated yesterday. He was full participation today. So the only player missing from today's practice on Thursday was running back Jamal Williams, which we all expected. Now, Ugo Amadi did pop up on the injury report today with a knee injury. That's something you obviously want to keep a close eye out on. But with Jordan Howden stepping into that starting role at safety, with JT Gray back and healthy, you can, if if you don't have Ugo Amadi this weekend, you've got the players that are usually that are going to be there and that are going to be able to help out. So um, not to say that it won't be a big loss or anything like that to not have Ugo Amadi. You know how high I am on Ugo Amadi, his play and how he contributes to this team. Uh, but it is a situation to where the Saints have enough players at that position to be okay and be able to navigate and to be able to navigate that situation. So when you look at where the Saints are health-wise, we're talking about them having one player out of practice that's very, very different than where we were for the majority of last season. All right, y'all, don't forget, for all you everydayers out there, I appreciate you making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. The Saints rookies have a real opportunity to establish themselves as big-time contributors right off the bat. Brian Brzee's already done it, in my opinion, or at least begun that process, in my opinion. Next, Kendra Miller, Jordan Howden get some big opportunities. And who knows, they might not be the only ones to make their debuts this weekend. We'll find out about A.T. Perry and Nick Saldaveri as the week, as the week and days roll along. Don't forget tomorrow morning, the game plan, how the New Orleans Saints can beat the Green Bay Packers and how their defense can take advantage of a huge weakness that the Green Bay Packers are going to be taking the field with on Sunday. Got that coming up for you tomorrow, as well as in case you missed it on Saturday, get you caught up with everything and we'll be live again right around the same time tomorrow as we are here today around 6 p.m., 6.30 Central uh, to get you updated on the final practice with game designations. Who's in, who's out, we'll be able to break it all down tomorrow. Appreciate you as always making Locked on Saints a part of your day, a part of your routine for saying yes to me and the show. As always, if you see me, please say hi. And if you need anything else around your New Orleans Saints in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're mom and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.